And now. And we're recording. Now we are recording. We are so live. Greetings and salutations, we everybody. We are back for episode 16. Sweet 16. And we have a whole lot coming up for you this week. Oh, We yeah. have got our first listener feedback. Thank you, dear listener, yes. for taking the time. Much we have got a bunch of It's National Coming Out Day. Yes. We have got what's going on for our actual podcast business. Yes. And uh, let's see. I've got things in my life as far as planning for day-to-day functionality as well as things coming up down the road in our household. Um, some crazy things we saw in space. That was really interesting. Nice. And a bunch of stuff around my business. Also, more things on where you can see me live. Outstanding. Yeah. This is going to be where we would put our brand new audio roll intro. Oh. And if I haven't produced that in time, I am your host, Rebecca, (laughs) bonus parent Baba at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And this is... Yes. I am Courtney King. You can find me at Seeking Solutions on Instagram and Twitter. And I think I have abandoned Facebook, although my business coach keeps telling me to go back to it. Facebook is probably going to win. We don't like it, but mm, they're probably going to win. I am feeling so stubborn about that, but that's another topic. That's all right. That's another topic. (laughs) First, it is National Coming Out Day. It is. (gasps) Our listeners will probably be listening to this tomorrow or afterwards, but today is National Coming Out Day. Happy Coming Out Day. And our superpowers (laughs) disappear. Yeah. Because I am bisexual. And I am bisexual. And so we're, um, we're invisible. Yeah, by default. that's our superpower. Our superpowers. You can't see you, us. Sh- that's why we're on radio. Because oh, they can't see us. That's Yeah, I thought about that. Oh, I thought shit. about that. That's why we're not on TV. We're on radio. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, you can see us today only. <laughs> Act now. Supplies are limited. Yeah. 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 Also, um,. I am uh, polyamorous. I have multiple. Uh, multi-amorous is the. I don't know which one's correct anymore. Mm, multi-amorous. Right. Um, and yeah, I have my spouse and I have um, another partner. And it is like through the skills of polyamory that I'm able to negotiate having co parents. Like, I know that other people are able to do that, but. For me, those skills and that process came out of um, having multiple relationships that were very intimate and having those communication skills, having that absolutely honesty with self in order to be able to be like, these are my needs. And this is how I need to get them met. Yeah. And it's like, it levels up your communication. Optimally. It can be done badly, like many things. True. It can be done very badly. I guess it's also possible that people can do it without verbal communication, but more of a physical communication, I suppose. But I'm really a fan of a verbal yes. Say it out loud. But it also gives you a chance to practice. Mm. Like practicing communication. You you don't get to lean on assumptions as much. Mm, That's true. That that is something I've noticed. Yeah. Although it must be nice to just be like, this is this person and now I'm done. I mean, part of me would be stoked for that to actually work. It doesn't. I've tried. Um, but I'm just like, oh, it would be so simple. This is a lot of... It's. It can be very labor-intensive, the yes. multi-amory. 
the multiness of it. Um, it is very Google, the Google Calendar intensive. <laughs> um, my other, my other primary partner is Google Calendar. I am in a relationship with time. Ugh, it is struggling. Oh. <laughs> um, and and um, and I have yeah, like yeah. changes in how I'm actually doing my multiple loves in that like the way I did it when I was 20 and the way that I did it when I was 30 is interestingly not not working for me at 40 really yes really yes how how you've appropriate there is a shock on your face that no, is not there like, it no. is not <laughs> there I wish it was more shocking it, was, it is shocking to me apparently not to Courtney no because people evolve over time. I mean, yes, but again, again, I wish it was simple and I didn't have to think about things ever again. No, no, no. As soon as you got it down, everything shifts on you. <sighs> but I... That is the nature of life. That is the nature of relationships. <laughs> I accept this nature of things <laughs> in a begrudging way. I mean, it's... if. It's there's there's motion. If there is no motion, oh for sure you're stagnant. That's yeah, not good. That's yeah, not good. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Um, I would certainly appreciate the opportunity to grow and learn new things by falling on my face. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. There's a there's lot of no stuff better toes, way. There's no better way to learn ankles, than to noses. fail terribly. Um, so I've been just overextending myself in my time. I have. Um, there's a way that I would just fill all of my available evenings with someone to hang out with, and it's like, that's great. Until Charity wants to come home from work. Mm. And, like, like it's not cool for me to cancel because my spouse is coming home now. You're supposed to be like, no, I committed to this time with you, and I have committed to this time with you, and I'm going to honor that time. I don't... It's not... I... It, I that has not that is not working for me right now because she will imprompt too like I want to come home and I don't feel like she feels like it's safe to come home when she's not working mm. and okay yeah so having people around because she's an introvert and it takes her a long time to meet and learn people mm-hmm. having a bunch of new people around was not working for her not a thing no and so yeah we've over the last several weeks, I am just like, nope, we're gonna. That's There's a few people that I am keeping around that are not um, taking away from a charity and my ability to show up when she needs me mm-hmm. and be the kids. Um, I was finding myself like rushing through getting them to bed because uh. there's like this person waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And that started to not feel good. And so I was just like, yeah, I don't like, I would love to have more time, but there is not more time. And the time that I thought I had is now with it's, these people. It's allocated. It's allocated. Yeah. And there is a hierarchy and mm. there just needs to be, there's only so much of me and I need to make decisions. And so I've been making them, uh, uh, hard, yeah, yeah. So those are so that's that's those are like my updates in dating system. On the plus systems. side of that, I have this person that's amazing. Yeah, and like I get to like they've been around enough that like 
they're sort of like non-people to my partner and they can charity can come home and they can be there and it's not a big deal Mm, yes and that was like the thing that was like when that was happening i was like oh oh this would be better yes yes we should definitely do this and yeah yeah i had them over last night and charity was home and it was just like nice yeah congratulations on reaching that that space it's nice, just like yeah, like a yeah. stability. Like you can't see my like, hands. I'm yeah. moving my hands There's like a waves. Stability that There's stability that's occurred. It's really, really an nice. An equilibrium that yeah. has been reached. Yeah, Balance. yeah. And I guess it's that process of finding that equilibrium every, however many months or years that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. That's where they're like, you know, oh, uh, you get opportunities for growth for better or worse all the time <laughs> whether you like it or whether not whether you like it or not they're coming yeah so those are like so, yeah. i feel like that do you have any other national, coming, national out? coming out days I, mean, I don't know too. i just i don't have a button on my bag anymore i used to have one that says i'm bisexual and i'm not attracted to you mm, buttons are hard they fall off i know they i still have it at home and it's like i've worn it since college patches yeah, patches are much more. Mm-hmm. You have but to commit that, with the patch. Yeah, you do. But it's that sort of uh, assumption, especially as a woman, that's like, oh, you're bisexual? That means you're down for doing X, Y, Z with all these... No, no, no. No, there is a very narrow window, and you are not it, which is kind of... Also, I feel like you have a straight-facing relationship, and it's a little bit... yeah. It's, it increases your invisibility. Yes, it definitely does. I mean, whatever, being in a gay relationship, it's just like people will be like, okay, you're done, great. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's being in a, a straight-appearing relationship is very uh, erasing. <laughs> like, yeah, that is a thing. Um, and I, am, I will say I'm much more vocal about it than my partner is, although my partner is also bisexual. Hi, honey. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, even though our marriage is bisexual, we, for all, like, you look at us like, oh, okay. Most people do a double take because we're interracial. That's, <laughs> it's like, all right, you're having a hard enough time wrapping your head around that. I'm not going to push those other buttons. <laughs> I feel like that's fair. Just wanting people to get to know you before they start being like, Walking around. What are you doing in there? <laughs> you, you don't want to know what we're doing at our Let's marriage. not get that far segued. Yeah. <laughs> anniversary? Planning for anniversary? Yeah. Um, what is year that? is this? This is 2018, so we have an anniversary coming up. And we, like, we don't spring surprises on each other. That's also something that is very much a part of our relationship. Like, drive predictably. No surprises. <laughs> like, telegraph shit. Um, so we were planning our anniversary together. Um, there is a really awesome place up by Clear Lake called the Featherbed Railroad Bed and Breakfast. And it is a series of cabooses, old school cabooses, that have been redone into little cabins with a jacuzzi in them. And they're so great. We went last that year. That sounds adorable. It, yeah, because we we both really geek out over trains. So 
but it was a surprise last year. Just like a, hey, do you like trains? Yeah, would you like to sleep in a caboose? Cool. Like, And didn't say anything else. So then when we rolled up, they were like, <gasps> and then we went in and there was a jacuzzi. And they were like, Whoa. that's amazing. But yeah, so we're going back this year for our anniversary. And it's so good because those things are like double walled and steel and all their their cabooses. They were made to stand up to rail travel for, you know, cross country and back. So you can make all the noise in the world in those things and nobody hears you. Nice. Great. There's also no signal inside of them. So you need to like download whatever music you want Mm. onto your phone and you need to step outside to make any calls or anything like that. But it's okay. Like it's enforced solitude. Like it cuts you off. It's kind of nice. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that part. Fun. We're going back. We're getting a different... And each caboose has a different theme. Yeah. How many cabooses are there? Uh, oh. Twelve, I think? That's pretty good. Yeah. And they're all scattered on this property, like, sits right on the water. That's lovely. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really cool. And there's a lunchbox museum up there, so... We're going to go check it out. Outstanding. Yeah. Are we, then, are we good on... Yeah? Are we, are we good on a coming out day? Yeah, I think so. At least for now. We can get back to it if we need to. Yeah, we'll, we'll circle back around. We have to go to fitness. Fitness? Fitness is critical. Oh. We have to cover fitness. Oh. Uh, yes. Fitness, I have a fitness... Fitness kicked my butt this week. Fitness always kicks my butt. I'm going to be, next week will be, I get to do one rep max for squat. And then I have Mm. my squat, deadlift, bench press totals. There's like a totals thing that you do where you take Uh those three weights of your total and the total weight that you have for all of them. Mm -hmm. And that's what the uh, power lifters sort of compare. Oh. That's how you get to look at your stuff compared to other power lifters. Oh. Um, so I get to complete that piece next Wednesday. Yeah. And I've got a little bit of preparation ahead of time. When you're doing your one rep max, you want to make sure you're moving that uh, part of your body the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm working my legs, I don't want to be spending too much time in the car. I will be spending time in the car because I'm visiting grandma the day before. So I want to make sure I do some air squats after I get out of the car. Okay. Make sure you just keep your whole your that area of your body just moving and keep loose. everything lubricated. Yeah, and then of course get sleep, get hydrated, eat well, do those things to prepare yourself the day before to make sure that you can perform optimally. Okay. For that day, um, but then I will have my totals, and and the reason I want to do it is because they never do bench press in CrossFit ever. Mm-mm. And I'm at a CrossFit box, and they never do they never do that. And the box is a CrossFit lexicon thing. It's there's a whole thing, and some of it is they don't do bench press, but they did it a couple weeks ago, and now I'm like, oh, and I can, and I already did my deadlift one rep max, so I can do this other thing because they did, they just happen to time it, and I'm like, oh, well, there's this thing that all the other kids do, and I'll get that thing. Cool. Like, I want that I thing. I want that thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like when you uh, start collecting, uh, it's like a punch card. Yes. Or like a scavenger hunt for fitness. 
It's like, you know, like, like there's the kids that are like, no, I want to do an Iron Man or something. Like, I'm not even there. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, all the weightlifters do this math and I can get numbers to do this math. And I'm like, ooh, numbers. Ooh. <laughs> it's like doing a character sheet for a role playing game. Mm hmm. It is. It is. It's super fun. Um, Yeah, I've even leveled up this week. I was super stoked yesterday because I figured out how to count in my head. I am always losing count with the. I I joke that um, I'm a DJ. I can only count to eight. I'm sorry, (laughs) but you can really only count on me to be able to count to eight. And that's it. That's it. Um, And so anything that gets to nine or ten or whatever, I start (laughs) totally start to lose count. Um, and I figured out that if I sort of set it up in my head visually as a fraction and like the the bottom number is the like number of reps that I'm going for and the top number is the reps that I'm on so mm. I can track two numbers at a time. It gives and I can, you something more. And I visually more. don't, like, because of my uh, dyslexia, it's really hard for me to like fix on a number in my head. Um. So giving it a format visually of the fraction, even though it's not functioning the way of a fraction at all, uh, it's just like, it kind of is. Uh, if you consider like, okay, I have 10 pieces and I'm on this piece of 10, whatever. Yeah. So it is kind of a fraction. Like, it helps me keep it from blending. Like, I, f- I say that numbers um, operate in my head via blender, like... <laughs> blender like it doesn't go well just all mingle i can't really do math in my head at all it doesn't work um so that was super great to like in in that thing like i was talking about last week of like keeping your brain on while your heart rate's up in order to i got through 55 burpees and kept count through a progression of one to ten. You can't see my face right now, but I have a look of abject horror. That was hard. Like, some <laughs> of the hardest parts of the way these CrossFit workouts are set up is keeping ca- count of your reps. Because it changes all the time, and there's different systems, and it, it just... And then then I'm dyslexic with numbers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just thinking about doing that many burpees. Oh, burpees are awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because people make that face at me. That's exactly yeah. why. See, you can't see That's my face. That's why burpees are awesome. My face has its own tone of voice right if now. If you're gonna, you know, you know what's beautiful about burpees? Burpees are like life. Yeah, it's just kind of about to get so bro down. Really? Here's it is. Burpees are life. You get down, you you get put down. Life puts you down, and you just get back up, and then you clap. Life puts you down. You get back up, and then you clap. That simple. It is that simple. All right. And it just philosophically and emotionally and physically, I love burpees. And it's possible that I saw this look on people's face and I saw, oh, my God, there's this horror coming to me in my future. But psychologically, I will set myself up to win. I understand that burpees are in my future because I have chosen to do CrossFit. Everybody bitches about it. I will not be that kid. I will love burpees. And I welcome you to join me. I, I, I know you're, I know, I know I, it pushes you. I get it. Yeah. It pushes a yeah, lot of people. Yeah, but I welcome you to yeah, join me yeah. loving burpees. 
Loving kindness towards the burpees. Loving kindness I'm, to the burpee. I'm not, I'm not, I do not CrossFit. That was like one of the big things that dawned on me. Like, I do work out, but I do not do CrossFit. Um, but I did do a, uh, I had a PR mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back in Trap Bar Deadlift. Do you do high intensity interval training? I do, I guess it's what, functional range conditioning? Yes. <laughs> There's a few words for it. They can't always call it CrossFit because they have to pay, pay money to do the thing. Mm. And even my gym is downplaying the CrossFit part of it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like the hip fitness trend. Yeah. Um, but no, I did get a PR. Mm-hmm. And I was able to do reps of my PR. Like the the thing that you can lift only once and then like, okay, I'm done. I see stars. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like I've gotten to the point where I could do like, I could do reps of it. And I had to pause every couple and kind of go, whoo, and shake it out and then do it again. But yeah, like being able to do, being able to lift that weight multiple times was an achievement. I was like, go me. I did the thing. That was awesome. How do you track your progress? Um... Through my own notes. Okay. Like, I just... Uh, they write down the workouts on the dry erase board. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, take a picture of it. Mm, okay. And then, like, write a note. Like, I did the thing. I did this at this weight. Um, is, is it like you do a weightlifting movement for a little while, and then there's, like, a... You said conditioning, the, like... The range. Um, like, they'll have us do... the cars okay the controlled articulated rotation okay um so like you know we'll do say trap bar deadlift like super heavy weight for two reps and then put it down and then we'll get down on all fours on the mat and then do like a hip car which is where you swing your you know swing your leg forward when you're on all fours and like you know like your right leg comes forward towards your armpit and then it swings out like a door hinge like up and then you rotate your shin up yeah Ah. and then you bring it all the way back oh my god and it's kind of like and then you go the other way and like kick your leg back and then swing it out and swing it flat and then bring it around kind of like uh hurdles it was kind of like the exercises that we had to do uh for hurdling like getting the hips really open but it's not like there's passive range of motion like you Mm -hmm. can lay on the floor and you can pick your leg up and pull it up right and that's passive but like to lay on the floor and just Hoist, like not touch it and hoist your leg up into a position that's active range like what you have the strength and mobility to like do of your own volition without having to like get hands in there okay i'm very much sensing a difference between what you are doing like the high intensity part yeah of what they have us doing is not in what you are doing i don't think yeah no the high intensity is like in the lifting like the swinging of your leg out to the side without letting your hips move and like cranking that motion out of your hip you are wringing so much shit out of your joints ah yeah it's that sounds oh i kind of want to that sounds neat it's it i uh, there's a lot of profanity I believe. 
I believe that there would be true. Lot. Yeah, there are faces and profanity like you would not believe. Mm. Good times. So, yeah. I, I, I can't show you when we're done. So, what would... So, you're... So your one rep max now is something that you don't know yet anymore. Yeah, I don't, I you don't have, know yeah. anymore. Like, okay. I, like, I haven't done that yet, but it's it's bound to be more than what it was before because I did reps. Happy. Mm. So, yeah. No, mobility. It's fun. Like, oh, mobility is... Like, yeah. How's everything moving? So the one thing my place does have is an app thing where it tracks all the stuff. Oh. The workouts are in there. You can enter in your totals. Yeah. Um, your like one rep max stuff. It gives you a little chart to show you where to you a are. A little uh, line chart to show you where you are. That makes sense because the like we I work out at a CrossFit gym and the but we're like around the corner doing our own thing. Oh, okay. And like there are other people doing CrossFit, like or, like in the main bulk of the Over space, there. and they have these screens and monitors up with like timers and yeah. like video, and then there's a laptop and people are so doing, high like, tech. Like what? Like no, we're just over here like lifting things and hoisting body parts and yeah, working our hips. So much oh, hips. So much hips. So many hips. That sitting lifestyle that we have as humans. Yeah. It is not super great for the hips. No, they really work us on the hips and the back. Mm-hmm. Hips and back. Good times. It, they're good. They're good. They're good. Like, what's... What the, the, Other, the, the, so, the, the spider season Spiders. is loving things that are not necessarily things that most people love. Speaking of, oh. it's spider season. My children It is spider love season. Them. Wait, they do? Yeah. Oh. Well, one of them is really, really into animals and is knows more about animals right now at four years old than I do. I'm ahead, positive kid. of that. Um, <coughs> I mean, Excuse whatever. Me. I could take him on something else. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I posted a picture on on Instagram of a spider and hashtag spider and there was this guy and I just like it's just I love living in the future where there's this person on the internet now that I totally message every time I take a picture of a spider and I've learned so much about spiders now it's this person that can say that like genus and uh, uh, family of the the particular the specific spider that I show yeah I've learned the difference between male and female spiders this week. Oh. Uh, yeah. The smaller ones. Yeah. And they have, like, little things that come off their face. Those are called uh, pedipalps, I believe. If I'm if I'm saying that correctly, they're little things that come off the face. Uh-huh. And those are for transferring sperm. And so the spider, if you look on my Instagram, I have a p- bunch of pictures of spiders. One of them is a little tiny guy. And he's got the little... They're huge. Like, the things hanging off of his face are as big as his head. So it's a well-hung spider. It is a well-hung spider. (laughs) Alrighty. I learned that much. I learned how to tell the difference between a male and a female spider this week. And that's, like, the future. Like, I I have in my Instagram (laughs) feed some spider expert. So when my child, who is particularly curious about arachnids has a question about some of the spiders in our old Victorian ass house filled with creepy weird spiders. I mean, I'm of a generation that thinks it's creepy and weird, but I'm just like 
that's your shit, man. You don't put that shit on your kid, man. You just take hold space. He's into this thing. They're into it. Hold space for it. I have, and now I have an expert. Appreciate it. And now I have an expert on the internet. All right. And yeah. It's like you can outsource the answering of questions. Here you go. There's, yeah. Perfect. It is spider season, though. I have been noticing them coming into the house, and I've been trapping them and taking them back out to the garden. Like, here. (laughs) This is here. (laughs) Yeah, no, they they hang out. They get to hang out, and we watch them. And we hang out and watch them. Uh, Yeah, I take pictures (laughs) of them, try to get good light so I can take good pictures of them, and, like... Watch what they're doing. You are a good one. Checking out the, yeah. No. Holding space for this little sprog and their education and their exploration of our environment. You are. (sighs) That's my job. You're better than me. And this is also my job. I produce this podcast. And yeah. this is the end of our first, first segment. So we're going to be doing it a little segment. bit. Yeah, you like that, didn't you? Yeah. Our first, first segment, our first segment of the show is going to be our personal, the housewife portion of our content. Yeah. And then we're going to take a quick break and come back with the biz life. So sit tight. There'll be a first, second segment. That's right. <laughs> Talk to you soon. It's blinking. There now. it is. Okay. And we're back. And our first second segment. Yes! Ha <laughs> ha. The Biz Life. The Biz Life oh. this week. We are very grateful to welcome our first listener feedback. Yeah. Thank you, dear listener, that for was... taking the time to help us be better. <clears throat> that said... Oh, it was pretty rough. Um, so we'll start with the hard parts. The hard parts are, um, it appears as though you have just showed up to a podcast yes. the first time, yeah. every time. Surprise! Like, surprise podcast! Yeah. There you are. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the bits of feedback that it, uh, for Courtney, it yeah. feels like she just showed up and is <laughs> not fully aware that we're podcasting until maybe... Ten minutes in, like there's there's a microphone right here. What I'm looking at, it's what crazy. Is this thing in it's my this face. weird thing happening. Um, for me, there is no clarity around what it is that I do in the biz life part, which we will get into just while we're on the topic. Yeah, a while, like in a little bit, we will get to that. We'll come back around. Other things for Courtney is um, just a sensitivity and language issue for. Um, her clients yeah. and how to address that. And we talked about it earlier, so I'm going to give you a minute to talk about that, but I'm going to quickly go through the, go through full, the, the, the full thing. Okay. Um, other things, the thing that I am personally the most embarrassed by is the like the way that I have done the show notes does not utilize things, basic, very basic things, like hyperlinks on text versus just raw <laughs> Links. Uh, oh. I'm so sorry. I just didn't think about it. And I just, I just am so sorry. I actually went to college for web design in the 90s and I know better. I should know better. I am so sorry. Anybody that even ever tried to look at our show notes to get any information, it will be better moving forward, I promise. 
um, these things we uh, learn. Was, we learn. We, we learn. learn. We learn. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm willing to listen, and I'm willing to be We're better. Learning. I want to be better. We're learning. So the good parts. Yeah. There's good stuff. Yeah. 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 So the good parts are, um, there are listeners, and they listen and they like to listen. You're out there. Yes. This listener in particular is literally rationing our back backlog of episodes and only allows themselves to listen every other week to an extra episode because they're going to run out soon and then they're going to only have one episode a week. And this is like the language that they're using. And I'm like, wow, that wow. I feel deeply loved by that. Thank you. Thank you, listener. And um, the, there was a worry. They were concerned that um, there would be class issues, that they would feel class feelings because they mm. are not able to afford some of the things that we can. Um, and and they found themselves enjoying the podcast because it felt like we were the rich people that they wanted to believe were in the world and maybe even like the rich people they might grow up to be one day and that like that we are conscious with the way that we spend our dollars and they appreciate the thoughtfulness that we put into the way that we see the world and not moving uh, moving consciously so as to just not just do less harm move consciously it'll do less harm all that like i'm thinking about it all the time and that they really appreciated that and that it felt like um they would love for more people to be like that and it and it felt like so much potential for their existence personally that even though it wasn't like their life they felt they felt like there was potential that they felt grateful for the potential that it offered wow Yes. Thank you, whoever you are. Thank you very much. That is much, much appreciated. Holy cow. And there's a little bit of, of talking to have about some of the things that we have learned about the potentials of our demographic, Mm. where I think we assumed in a lot of ways that we would find people like us, people who are queer and... Uh, maybe people None. of color, or at least raised around people of color or yeah. whatever. And um, not necessarily and so. There's just not, there's frankly not enough of us <laughs> to, to really, I mean. We don't move we could, the needle demographically. We don't move the ne- needle demographically, but I mean, there's, there's plenty of us to do like our own little private show, but that's not as powerful to me or impactful to me and the idea that we represent potential to other people i feel like is powerful and i feel like in the people that are in our income bracket of those people we're going to end up being like that token input because they don't have a black friend and they don't know any gay people (laughs) but they listen to this podcast and and even with that, I felt a sense of responsibility to make sure I was careful with my language. Mm. And uh, once I realized that our audience would mostly be cis, white, hetero, 
I was like, oh, okay. Now, now we have to actually explain, explain some of the some, things that oh, we're talking about. There's some context here. That... We need to explain things. <sighs> we need to make sure that there's like little asterisks around some of the words that we use. Yeah. And we, we're taking on a responsibility of educating this yeah. population. I mean, now that I'm thinking about what I talked about earlier with uh, assumptions... Mm-hmm. And the assumptions go the other way, too. Like, at least on my part, I was making assumptions about who was on the other end of this microphone, speaker, mm-hmm. whatever, um, who was who was consuming this, who was listening to this, and that there would be people with uh, a shared vocabulary or shared mm-hmm. uh, experience, shared history, shared, shared background, same vibe. Not necessarily so. And I guess that's part of the whole picking mm-hmm. and choosing thing that I referred to a couple of weeks ago, too. And I think that that was a big responsibility to me. Thinking about that mm. felt like a big responsibility. And now with this new feedback, it kind of feels like what we, to me, it feels like we're representing potential as like the elder millennials. If instead of assuming we're just speaking to our peers and the people who have come from where we're at and we're all in more or less the same place if we realize that we take a position of leadership and we're talking to folks from that perspective of this is the potential here's what you're reaching for this is what you can do here's yeah that okay so I'm not just dishing with friends I'm being the auntie yeah Totally. Being cool auntie. <laughs> and also helping dish with friends, being the weird person at the country club. Oh, yes, I am definitely the right. Weird, yeah. Like, like, I don't actually have a country club there membership. There is no country is, club, but they're like I going don't into see how particular situations. Into my, but there are country club situations that <laughs> yes. I find myself in. Going to like meetings, meeting with clients, going to various institutions where I am like, I am the odd duck out. You are the minority. And, and In so many ways. And you have a position enough of power that it's worth it. You you have a position of power with the wealth that you can take the risk to put a little energy in. You not only, I have a lot of extra bandwidth. Yeah. I have the willingness and, and I want to do a good job. I can, I can take on that, that emotional labor to try to educate people. You know, not everybody has that bandwidth, but I like to try to do that with, with what I have as yeah. I like paying it forward yeah. situation. Yeah. So when you're in those situations, oh, <sighs> I ended up training with some SWAT guys this one time. You can't see my face. It's weird. It was weird. Oh, that. Oh my God. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but in those situations, the way that you behave. Like you have to sort of like you have to be on good behavior because then they won't listen to you if you're like acting out or whatever. If you're getting all uppity or whatever, yeah, you, you have know, to you be can't get the all model. uppity. You have to be the model. You have to be exceptional and then very well educated and then clear with that communication to the other people. Actually, now I'm thinking about going to trailer rallies of all places. What is that? Well, because I built the trailer. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, and that's going to be a bunch of old white people. There is a subset of people who built their own trailers. Mm -hmm. That subset of people is overwhelmingly over 60, 
over 70 mm. white male uh very conservative probably i have found i have built cobbled together a tribe mm. not a tribe that is not the word i meant to use <laughs> crew a group a crew a crew um but it's the whole being that model minority like showing up to some camp that is two hours removed from civilization in the sierra and having you, visions of get out <laughs> well yeah watching get out set off several things for me uh that happen regularly and i'm like ah mm-hmm. ah like going out to camp with these people which honestly i could go on a tangent about this and i'm not right now so i think it could get real tangenty here but i think philosophically i feel like we know where we are yeah what what we've been talking about is um those trick pictures in the malls in the 90s where you stared at it and then things came into focus yeah we started out like yeah we're gonna do a podcast we're just playing this cool game and now things have started to come into focus and i just wanted to take a moment to talk about it yes and say i consent to this and i am enthusiastically i am enthusiastically consenting to this and i want to do this and and accept the responsibility of this i am probably going to screw up i apologize in advance yeah i'm going to stick my foot all down my throat at one point or another multiple times (laughs) to listen and learn and also do that on air and set the example and help other people learn with us oh god so that is a part of what we are realizing is happening here and thank you for joining us if you've been here this far thank you for the feedback that we've received so far and um yeah Let's yeah. get it. And just do the damn thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to touch on revisiting language. Please. Ah, uh, because... Yeah. Having a mic in front of you discourages... Uh, frankness sometimes. Or at least uh, makes me go, Oh, did I mean to say that? Yeah, I meant to say that. I don't know. Um... But specifically, when I wrote the note around revisiting language, it was with the feedback of being sensitive to how I talk about uh, my work with clients, um, which is good to remember and good to keep in mind. Can we give it? Can we say like what say was actually example? said? Can you? Do you want uh, to do that? Or what was what was being yeah, talked ahead. about was? Um, well, why did it take so long for you to, to call? call? Yeah why did it take so long to reach out and that that's a mental health issue Mm -hmm. and that that can be seen by others as mocking what is largely a mental health issue that's what took them so long is whatever was in their mind that prevented them from getting there and the last thing they needed to hear when they get there is what what took took you you so so long long. yeah and that absolutely was not my intent however intent is not some magic wand so um what the intent was and maybe i need like talking through that will help me figure out some better language around it um but what the intent was with what the quote-unquote what took you so long isn't the pointing of the finger and saying oh 
you took too long, but to try to get people to be curious about where they are, um, what are the things that prevented you from taking action? Not with judgment attached, but understanding what it is to help you know, cultivate curiosity around your own motivation. Also, um, a secondary part of that sort of statement is to help temper um, expectations around time. So asking how long did it take for you to get to this state if it took seven years for a room to collect clutter and a client has me in and expects that everything is going to be cleared within a week, which has happened, um, that's... I mean, not, one year, one day, like that, that's some biblical shit. You know. Uh, that makes sense. So <laughs> asking how long has this taken, like I need to understand what sort of time frame we're looking at going backwards in order to judge and gauge what time frame we're looking at going forward. Um, so yeah, like figuring out better language, better way to phrase that when referring to it. I have no idea what it is yet. Let us find out together. Shall also, we? maybe I should not try to be funny during that at all, uh, ever. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, maybe not. It's yeah. Because I think there is shame and there is judgment around it, um, societally, mm -hmm. and you are, you are, I am fighting an uphill battle with, like, pushing back against that shame, and the last thing I want to do is contribute to that anymore. Um, so, yeah, need to be aware of that. Uh, the other thing that has happened is it cool to like yeah go yeah like keep keep rolling on speaking of revisiting language i have been um shocked to find myself in front of this microphone weekly um you might have heard it in my voice mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a lot of this experiment and me showing up has been to push my own boundaries and see what am I capable of? What can I do? How is this going to work? Oh my God, can I do the thing? And I've been doing the thing, but I've been... It's been the equivalent of uh, having my eyes shut and my hands placed over them while screaming on a roller coaster. Like, it's just going, everything is just chugging along, and I am along for the ride. I am not ingesting anything. I'm just experiencing it all. Um... So I have not listened to myself. How is that? It, it was terrifying. I was not doing it because, no, it's embarrassing. It's vulnerable. It's ah, humiliating. I don't Feel know. Feel naked. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely buck ass Just naked. exposed. Ass hanging out all over the place. Uh -huh. Just, ugh. So over a good the time for feedback. course of the past week, I have been mainlining our episodes and I have been listening to myself, and that has been a wild experience, a really wild experience. Um, I don't even know where to start. Just, ah, ah. What do you think is the most impactful impact. to you? 
getting used to hearing myself and shutting the head weasel up. Um, there were a couple of episodes where I was talking about... I don't even remember what it was exactly, but it was like, oh, I, 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 I know that topic. And she sounds like she knows that top that that she is me. I know that. I know that. Like, oh, I actually sound like I have some authority. I, but you do, Courtney. Mm-hmm. You do. Um, so sort of accepting, but yeah, accepting what I do know and owning it. Um, and owning it in not a an arrogant way, but just like this is. This is information that I have that I want to share and try and get out into the world. Even if I chew all over my foot doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, also figuring out a lot of verbal tics that I have that I am wrestling with. Very uncomfortable, but there they are. You can't really hide from them when you're listening to the. <laughs> All 20 of our listeners have heard it every time. Yeah, and I'm going, oh. But it's I'm, okay. I mean, if sorry, we were sitting y'all. in a sorry, room, <laughs> if we were sitting in a room with 20 people, it wouldn't matter. So it's cool. It's still cool. It's, yeah. It's super, super intimate. <laughs> and, um, like, to me, to me, what's powerful about it is you realize how insignificant those ticks are compared to the value of your wisdom. And the value of the actual information that you have. There's some polishing to make it really shiny and easily consumable, Mm -hmm. which we're working on, right? Yeah. Well, now I am. Now you are. Yeah. (laughs) And also... Because I'm taking my eyes, hands off my eyes. But when you can see yourself and you watch yourself perform, that goes with you to every client that you see after this. The way you Mm. communicate to your clients moment to moment will be more, the way you communicate at all will be more clear because you will have worked out some of these ticks. All right. All right. right. Your performance. I'm such a, I'm such a theater nerd. We're going to get into that too. Yeah. Um, your performance and this is me basically being a theater nerd coaching my friend through performance through this thing that we're doing i'm having performance anxiety yeah like this segues into the thing the thing what am i doing what am i even doing here what is your business what is your biz life rebecca well part of the thing that my biz life is at this point is the fact that i am a stay-at-home parent and i am sort of cobbling together what i can Mm -hmm. of what my career was before my kids showed up Mm mm-hmm and that, for me, I was an audiovisual technician, and I have done that for 15 years. I enjoyed it a lot, and because of the timing and time and space and history, um, we have this, uh, the technology has become so inexpensive and easy to operate that I can produce a whole thing all by myself. And I've been doing this so long. I know what a good show is, and I know how to produce it, and I know how to market it. And I'm so I'm using my skills to produce whatever is in front of me at this at this moment. It is this podcast. Yeah. Um, from when I started, it was fitness, just because that's what I was doing. And then I went to parenting, and it's it's been progressing. If people have, there's been a few people that have been watching from the beginning. Mm. Like there's been a progression of me just producing whatever's in front of me. 
giving myself an excuse to do marketing with social media and use those tools, learn those tools, my children are going to be my primary job until they're like five or six. That's just the way developmentally it works. I am the center of their world until they get really into school. So I can't really get a jobby job. I have to, like, I'm sort of in social media marketing school. I'm going really slow because I have to, I have to stop all the time to take care to of my take kids. Care of the kids. And that's really what I'm doing. And the, the big biz life thing that I am doing is producing this podcast. It is recording it with video, recording it with audio, setting up all of the equipment, taking all of those files into my workstation, doing all of the editing, uploading everything, doing most of the marketing um, Mm. and learning these tools so that I can help other people learn these tools. And I do a lot of consulting for my friends who want to understand how to use these tools better. Um, I don't charge anything because I feel like I'm in school, that I say in air quotes, you know, (laughs) like I'm just, this is all being done at a loss because I need to keep my skills fresh and I'm in a position of privilege that allows me to do that. So that's what I'm so doing. Um, and what is happening this very moment is with the feedback, I was like, I want to know more about what's happening. Also, something really weird happened in our numbers. And because I'm geeking out with these numbers, there was an episode three weeks ago that sat with three listens. And that was it. For weeks and nothing changed. And then I I uploaded, I changed it, and I uploaded another one. But I think what I actually didn't do, it's, it's probably nothing to do with the preview thing. It was just simply, it didn't get uploaded across platforms. Okay. It didn't get a blast. Right. Um, so we didn't get the numbers. But I, I love looking at these numbers and geeking out with this. And in trying to understand better what happened with that situation, I realized the limitations of working with Anchor FM, which is a beautiful service. And I've loved using it for the, you know, 13 episodes that we have hosted there. It's been perfect for me to just, you know, practice and with low, you know, low fussing, mm-hmm. no cost. Mm hmm. But now we've grown, you know, like as we've talked about the pictures coming into focus about what the hell we're even doing. Now I want to dig into those numbers and I have no access to no it. No way to There's get to it. There's just nothing. I got nothing. And that's cool. We're moving on to, um, what is it called? Uh, Transistor? Transistor oh. FM is now where we're going to be hosting our podcast. But it's still going to be on all the RSS feeds that all are normal. Feeds. This is just Hello, like the back side, right? Where... You know, we're looking under the hood right now. Totally. You're still going to look at the link in the same place that you got your link before for all 20 of our listeners, which has been very consistent for the last several weeks. We've gotten around 15 to 20 people that listen. And that's awesome. Yeah. Dope for you. (laughs) It'll be super easy for you folks to move over. And then, you know, we'll we'll keep going and I will have access to more of the data that I will need to to serve you better. And we can start getting feedback in the iTunes store. Oh. What? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh. like, <laughs> like big kid with the big kid pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah. that's what's happening. And then uh, with the, 
with a little bit of my tax return money um, that is insane that I have, I have bought a new monopod, monopod. a freestanding monopod. They have little feet. Mm-hmm. That's not those aren't pods. Those are feet. So I have a beautiful new freestanding monopod, which I've been lusting after for a long time. I got a new used lens that will allow me to focus my camera from, um, like I can do anything in a room. I can't do anything like a bug or small, like the micro stuff. I can't do no that. Spiders. But like comfortably, I could shoot anything in a room. I could shoot a tree, but I can't shoot a mountain. Okay. And this will shoot like a mountain and the stars. Oh. So now with the four lenses that I have, I can really... You can go. I can basically do everything that I want. I will eventually get a super close-up one just because that sounds Why cool. Why not? Now we're at the full range. But like when I'm out on vacation and I want to take a, a landscape shot, like the camera is just focusing on this branch and I'm like, but there's a mountain over there, camera. I want, can I please shoot the mountain? And the camera's like, no. "No." The technology, no. It has limitations. Get another lens. So (laughs) I did that and with my new monopod and uh, yeah, that is what I am. I am an audiovisual technician. I have produced... You're a production company. I'm a production company. I'm a media production company. A single, one, one human band production company um but i mean i have a lot of experience and i know what kind of gear i want and i'm i'm doing the the slow the slow journey on building my career back from having children yeah and that's what i'm doing that's what's up yeah yeah are we good i feel like this is maybe close to segment two is done yeah um, we're going to do some time. more. Yeah, the meta, it's a little meta, partly because that's what my business is, is taking care of this, this business. business. <laughs> um, but business look forward to more changes. Look forward to more feedback and us improving and learning and growing and helping us learn together. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Please take care of yourself and the people in the world around you. And I really love saying, be kind, motherfuckers. It just makes me so happy. What? Be kind, motherfuckers? Yes. I mean, it's... So good. It's, yeah. It's the sweetness in motherfucking light. Mm-hmm. If you need any help organizing your life yes. or unburying your stuff, please that contact Courtney. would be me. And if you want any que- have any questions about technology AV or social media marketing, marketing, hit me up. Hit Please up feedback to uh, housewifebizlife at gmail.com. Gmail. Yes. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. Indeed.